This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. A lot of these solutions that are coming from the left are unreliable, whether it's solar panels or windmills. I mean, look at CNN Plus, how much <laughs> money they invested in wind power by hiring Chris Wallace. <laughs> Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Uh, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Uh, Gutfeld uh, going off on uh, Chris Wallace once again. And what is it, CBS Plus, I guess it was, or CNN Plus? Uh, it is the Sean Show. I'm your old weird Uncle Sean, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. And uh, it is a, a relatively slow news day, so we'll be talking about a lot of goofy crap. Predominantly talking about goofy crap. Oh, it's freaking Earth Day, too. Uh, so everybody do their part, because we can do this. Uh, we can get out there and uh, separate our freaking trash and uh, offer up billions of free materials for... Big profit corporations that then take your garbage and turn it into plastic bottles or plastic whatever uh, at very little cost, uh, cost because you and I just give this stuff to them. Even though the act of me separating my freaking garbage doesn't extend the life of this stinking planet by one molecule, by one second. I, I read that somewhere. All the recycling that that is done on planet Earth doesn't extend the life of this four billion year old planet by one Millment. Barely enough time for a joke. So all you little hippie heads, all you little Austinites, you enjoy a, a, a day of Earth care. It's it's Earth Day 2020. So, uh, you know, I don't know what that means. Uh, are you just going to eat kale today? Why, I, I don't... I never understood the whole cow's farting thing. It seems to me that if the methane gas produced by bovine uh, flatulence uh, tells me that we should eat more cows. You know, then there's less cows to fart. If we eat more of them, whatever. The guy who founded Earth Day was a guy named Ira Einhorn, and I read a book on him years and years and years and years and years and years and years ago. And Ira Einhorn, along with some other guy, I think, in Philadelphia, started uh earth day uh back then it was greenhouse grass uh greenhouse gases we were afraid of that were going to kill everybody and they'd have these big street festivals talking about you know the earth is dying and we're killing the earth with pesticides and hairspray and blah blah stinking blah it was the beginning of the recycle movement when suddenly you know your garbage owned you has owned you're, you're basically in recycling your garbage, the crap you throw away, now has ownership over you because you have to do stuff to it, right? You have to separate your garbage into recyclables and non-recyclables. Is there anything your garbage does for you? Does your garbage straighten the plates in the cabinet? No. Does your garbage take your car down the street and refill it with gas for you? No. Your garbage doesn't do anything for you, because, well, it's freaking garbage. But you have to care for your garbage. Well, I say you, and maybe by saying you, I imply myself, but I'll be honest with you, I don't recycle the ick. I, 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 just, I, don't, I don't do the recycling thing. My, my wife and stepdaughter and stepson do the, do the recycling in this house. I, I don't know. It all goes in the same damn tr- uh, 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 thing for me. Everything goes in the garbage can for me. You know why? Mr. Ira Einhorn lover uh, is because I refuse to be owned by my garbage. There are so many different forces in my life that have certain, a certain amount of ownership over me. Chris and Don knows, knows this, right? Numero uno, my wife. All right, My wife has a lot of ownership over me. Not the face, baby. She does. She has a lot of ownership over me. And I've given her that. I'm fine with that. 
My wife is in control of everything, and I am cool with that. Number two on the list is Jesus Christ, but the wife is first. I've seen her and Jesus have arguments. So, <laughs> what are you laughing at? I'm just I'm being honest about my existence. <laughs> Hold on a second here. What? What you said is you don't want to recycle because you refuse to be owned by your garbage. I refuse to have to care for my garbage. You're right. <laughs> It's garbage. I want to throw it the F away. I just want to throw it away. But if I have to separate certain kinds of garbage out of the one garbage and put it into the other bin, do you understand? Then the garbage has added motions to my life. I, I have more oh, things I have to do it's right because of the garbage. To, oh, my God. I don't care. I don't want to be owned by my garbage. I, I just well, want you're to not being away. owned by your garbage. I am being owned by my garbage. If I have to do stuff you're, to it, you're just being discriminative as far as your gravity. As what do you mean? You put it in this that bin sucks. or put it in that bin? I put it in one bin. If I got to throw something away, I throw it in the garbage. No, bin. basically, what it what it boils down to is this: you you are lazy and you don't want to take the trash, the recyclables, and and take the extra three steps. Across the room, you should and put them in lazy the recycling. though I may be, lazy though I may be, there is madness. There is a point to it, in that I don't believe I owe my garbage anything. It's garbage. I just wanted to get away from me. You should put not the... to mention, not to hey, not to mention, I am creating jobs at the recycling plants, because some other schmucks got to go through my garbage and recycle it. Well, None. I can promise you, they okay. don't do that. You don't, you don't even send well, it to the recycling plant. So there's no job. But you should put the recycling bin closer than the garbage bin. So then why, why your laziness throw will it all away? facilitate Why don't I just throw separate? it all away in the garbage pail the way I do now? Why don't I just do that? That's the easiest way. You know, it's, Look, there's that big brown thing. I throw crap away in there. It's not a difficult process, Rima. I don't I've, care. Because I have two bins in, in where we keep the trash. There's one for you know, the stuff that you can't recycle, and then there's the, the bin for the items that we can recycle. Cardboard but it's all boxes. And, yeah, it's all trash, but you know it's they, all it's all rubbish, Don. And yet you have to make decisions and do things for the rubbish that the rubbish would not do for you. So you're gonna have to Does does the rubbish come into my bedroom and separate my t shirts from my underwear? No. You don't even do that. Well maybe I don't. Good point. Yeah. But Okay, why, why do I have to go out and do the same thing for the garbage? It's you're going to get some it's all garbage. Throw it away. You're going to get some ultra liberal person saying you shouldn't be calling it garbage. It's not nice, right? It's so nice offensive to, to garbage. Yeah, whatever it is, it I don't see hey, why. You, <laughs> you basically admitted to us all. I am, and I do it every year, and, and I don't you care. Don't do, you don't recycle. I don't. I don't. I don't recycle. Because you're lazy. <laughs> no, and I have a point to make. I am lazy, but I have a point to make. I don't. I, why do I owe my garbage any other additional? Why must I care for my garbage? You're so full of crap sometimes. Why? No. Why must I care for my garbage, dude? Hey, if we have any liberal pukes out there, Chris, do you have the the sensitive liberal puke piano music on hand? Okay, so I can give him a little Earth Day message while we're all laughing. Um, no, I recycled it. See, recycling is evil. I just lost the show element. Oh, God. <laughs> this is Sean. This is my Earth Day message to all you pimple-faced liberal idiots out there. I just want you to understand, I'm a 54-year-old man, and I don't recycle anything. I throw it all into the same garbage pail. Because it's crap, it's garbage, it's refuse, and... I just want to get away from it. That's why God gave us landfills. I love landfills. I think it's great that we can fill up landfills with our discarded crap. And that's why I don't recycle. In fact, in celebration of Earth Day, what I like to do is two things. First off, I put one of my cats in a, a small and locked space like a trunk. And I leave them there for a few days in celebration of Earth Day founder Ira Einhorn locking his girlfriend in a truck, a trunk for several years, in his bid to recycle his girlfriend in France. Then I'm going to go out to my car, roll down all the windows, 
leave the AC on, rock and roll, and I'm going to start spraying cans of Final Net just out the windows. <laughs> Final Net. I'm going to drive around in circles in my cul-de-sac, spraying can after can of Final Net into the upper atmosphere, and I'm not going to stop until I run out of gas. Doing donuts for the ozone. Doing donuts for the ozone. And when, in fact, I run out of gas, and my car is stuck there in the middle of my yard, I will take every one of those empty containers of Final Net and dump them into the brown trash can. <laughs> because I think you're boring. And I think Earth Day sucks. <laughs> it's 17 minutes after 9, and I have every light in the house on. All right, there you go. Thank you. That's my Earth Day message. There you go. How does that make you feel? It didn't change. Didn't change my mind. <laughs> I still know why. I'm, I know why you don't recycle. I've why? stayed. I've because you're lazy. We stated it already. It's it's lazy combined with a point. It's right. lazy with a point. Let me just. I don't like my garbage telling me what to do. Little, okay, it's freaking garbage. The, you're content in contempt. Yes. I am lazy. I am what I am saying to you is I am lazy. This is true, but I also have a point to make, and I don't believe the the crap that I throw away should be telling me what to do. That is where it ends. <laughs> I don't believe the crap I throw away should be telling me what to do. Right. All right. All right. Not only is he do lazy, I, he's passive aggressive. I am when it comes right. to my garbage. I want to treat it like garbage. A little insight into just how, how lazy you are is that one time we put a, a step counter on you, and it was negative 23 at the end of the day. <laughs> we all have to have goals, know, my friend. I don't know how you did it, but congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I let the cat run up and down. All right. I, I got to go. Jarvis, go back up. All right. Uh, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty, KTSa. This is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with Newstalk five fifty KTSa and FM one zero seven one on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSa dot com. And we're back. Uh, Newstalk five fifty KTSa FM one zero seven one. I'm Sean. Hi. Having trouble getting my hangout thing up here. Do we have any callers? No. 210-599-5555. It's Friday. We're just screwing off, to be honest with you. And I, I am feeling a little like I, I've lost just a few molecules of intelligence after spending so My daughter and I sat here and watched the Johnny Depp thing yesterday. And, oh, man. I, I missed the afternoon. Was there, process, was there a cross-examination by her lawyer? Was that interesting at all? Oh, you know it's a slow damn freaking news day when you got hours of that split screen madness. We do have Kinky Friedman coming up at 10 a.m. though. My good buddy Kinky Friedman's going to be going to be joining us on the air. It's been a while. We're trying to get back to having Kinky on at least once a week, and so he's got the uh, Gold Star Camp uh, up and running uh, for kids of uh, families of Gold Star families and also first responders. And so we'll talk to the Kinkster. At 10 a.m., and you never quite know what's going to come out of his mouth, so that's what makes it so much fun. Uh, but the Johnny Depp thing, oh, boy. Doesn't he kind of seem like he's on something? I mean, can we can we be honest? I mean, that guy is a little slow on the draw, man. I mean, he, he can't even answer simple questions in a timely manner. Honestly. He's suffering from an overdose of heartbreak. I'm just so heartbreak broken. That's why when we were shooting the the pirates or whatever it was, like um, they had to put little dots, little green dots around my heart because Amber had broken my heart with a, a, a vodka bottle. And so... In what we call uh, post-production, 
Okay, the pirate people were able to reconstruct my my broken heart. <laughs> I mean, that's how the guy talks, man. It's like, geez, dude. You doing something, man. It ain't working for you. It's slowing your ass down, man. And old Amber Heard just sits there looking all demonic. And I know, I oh hell, I know, I know what the uh, what the feminist pukes out there, the feminists of America, when they're not, you know, uh, uh, screaming and yelling about men being able to uh, 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 compete against women and women's sports, you know, all those great feminists out there who are now pulling for the dudes. Uh, if there's any of you who are actual feminists still left, I'm sure you're out there going, "That's Sean. He just hates Amber." Can't a woman be uh, uh, be uh, respectful and uh, not show any emotion and, uh, uh, you know. thought we were supposed to believe the victim. thought we were supposed to believe the victim. The victim's a dude, man. He got his, fring- he got his finger chopped off. She was tossing bottles of vodka at him, man. See, he'd be, if he just went trans, then this whole thing, this thing would be over. But he hasn't. He just sits there looking weird and rambling like a weirdo. And Amber just sits there looking directly into the cross. Or uh, the cross. <laughs> Sorry, Freudian slip. Looking into the uh, camera. You know, and she's got that. You know, some chicks, they don't wear their makeup on days that they want to look really pathetic. And they want your sympathy. And she's got she's got no, very, very little makeup on. And she's puffed up her eyes, so it looks like she hasn't sleep, slept. So the implication is that she's so harmed by all this, she just lays awake at night and, and cries her little amber head to sleep. And I'm not buying it. I think she's demonic. I, I think she's a demon chick, okay? And I know because I've, I've met a few demon chicks over the years. Baby, they can perfect that victim look. It, it's amazing. She just thinks about how she doesn't have time to recycle. That's all she's thinking about. This whole thing is keeping me from my recycling bin. I'm going to get charged. Don't you think she goes into a demon voice, though? If you could See, that's what lawyer's Depp is, Depp's lawyer has to do, is provoke her to use her true demonic voice. You know what I mean? Now she's covering it up. Ask her her name a few times. You know. <laughs> Address gotta, her by... Beelzebub and see if she responds. Let's see. Your name is your full name, ma'am, if I might. It's Amber Legion Hurt. My name is Legion. You know, uh, we are many. It's Bleal. I am Bale. I shall destroy you all, including Depp. Because you know she's got the demon voice just waiting to go, man. Uh, so anyway, that was, uh, that, that whole thing yesterday was quite edifying uh, for the rest of us here as a, as a news piece to cover. Bill Murray is in trouble, uh, and this disturbs me. Bill Murray, one of my favorites, has been accused of inappropriate behavior on the latest set of his movie, on the movie, uh, the mo- latest movie he's working on. You know, accusing Bill Murray of inappropriate behavior is kind of like accusing Bill Murray of breathing. You know, he's Bill Murray, man. He's an old, you know what I mean, Chris, this is going to sound terrible, and people are going to think I'm a total misogynist. But, like, if Bill Murray walked by my my wife and, like, just happened to lean over and grab her ass on, the, on his way by, I'd, I'd take that as a badge. I'd, I'd, get a ta- I'd have my wife get a tattoo on her butt that says, Bill Murray grabbed my ass. You know what I mean? He's an old guy. What's he going to do? He's an old guy. He's in his 70s now. Remember the whole thing about when he, there's that video of him coming up to a dude at like a fast food joint. And he just takes a bunch of the dude's fries, starts eating them in front of him. He says, nobody's ever going to believe you. And then walks away. Apparently he does a lot of crap like that. Apparently Bill Murray actually really likes normal people. It's the industry types he can't stand. So, I, I I don't know. It's hard for me to believe that Bill Murray uh, it was capable of doing something uh, that, uh, that it, you know, I just don't see it. It's just so, it's so out of his personality type to, to have, let me get this computer ring, to see that he would maybe do something inappropriate. 
what do you think it is? I mean, lost in translation. What wasn't inappropriate about that? <laughs> that whole damn movie was inappropriate, man. And plus, you know, Bill Murray is one of my favorites. I mean, I I think uh, I think you'll live longer if you find the Bill Murray within you. Because uh, one thing that's interesting about Bill Murray, especially since he got divorced from a crazy person, uh, is that he has this philosophy, and you can do a little reading on it. Again, I, I watched a really cool documentary about him, and that at this stage in his life, he just does whatever he wants to do. He's single, right? So he doesn't. He, his kids are all grown. He doesn't really have to consider anybody else in his personal life. So he does whatever he feels like doing. And what if we could all be there? He went on an archaeological dig a couple of years ago. Uh, paid into it, you know, paid the fee to, to be a part of this archaeological dig. He has no knowledge of, of archaeology whatsoever. He just thought it would be a cool thing to do. So he it took some quick study course or something, and he went half around, way around the world. I don't know where he ended up, but uh, he was part of a now-recorded archaeological dig on the other side of the planet, just because it felt like something he wanted to do and check out. I think that's great. Uh, I just think that industry types tend to have a problem with him because I think he's a jerk to them. But, uh, you know, we'll follow that story closer to see what... uh, Oh, I have to take a break now, don't I? I I have to take a long break. Uh, let's take a break, and then we'll talk more about Bill Murray. Bill Murray. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Mm. Newstalk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. I was just caught eating some peanut butter toast. Right <laughs> Oh, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. You see, every day I morning when I wake up, I must eat two pieces of peanut butter toast to make sure my nutritional elements are in balance, lest I pass out on the air. Yeah, it's much crap. I just like the peanut butter toast every morning. Um, it is the Sean Show, and the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Again, Kinky Freeman coming up at ten oh five. We'll see what's on his brain. Uh, let's see. Uh, CNN Plus goes down April thirtieth. CNN Plus, uh, who have just they barely they got three dudes watching the whole damn thing. This is the this is the. Uh, new uh, uh, service that Chris Wallace jumped to from Fox News. And it's 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 going spinning down the... It, Chris Wallace, I think his first... Uh, or was it... No, it was, uh, it was the other guy, John Stewart. His first uh, opening special, I think, that was going to air on this was America Sucks or whatever. People are not buying the bull crap. And uh, you can... Uh, delude yourself in today's world that there that wokeness is somehow revolutionary and uh you know you're you're doing something completely new and you're picking at the scabs of America to reveal some sort of truth and and really it's just a lot, a lot of fame hoggedness is what it is the fame hoggedness is I'm woke, you're not. I know more than you do. I know more than you do. I know more about black people than you do. No, you don't. You're actually terrified of black people, but that's another story. I just you know, and I, I've said this time and time again, I find it bewildering whether you're talking about Disney or even Twitter or you're talking about any other major content producer, whomever they may be. Film film producers do this in their movies. They'll they'll just chalk it full of woke crap. Commercial TV, you say it all the time. You you see it all the time, and I see it all the time. I I'm so burnt out on black chicks kissing each other on TV. Black lesbians are you know I got nothing against black lesbians. Personally, in 54 years, I have yet to meet a pair of black lesbi- uh, lesbians. 
But if you're watching TV, man, the black lesbians are all over the place, man, kissing on each other, buying houses. And uh, if you're if you're not seeing black lesbians and you're seeing interracial couples, and again the the implication I guess is well this is the real America, seeing more and more transgendered people, and it it it, it it's it's not reflective of the general population, uh, because the groups that you're talking about tend to be very small groups. Uh, it's not likely today you're going to walk around and meet a trans transgendered person. Uh, I said this yesterday. I think a lot of trans people are becoming trans because it's cool, it's trendy, uh, and uh, I I think the woke crowd I I guess if they've really drink it drank their own Kool Aid and they really do genuinely be- genuinely believe this stuff because I couldn't figure out. Why Disney, why any number of these other corporations are willing to, to take such hits. This uh, CNN Plus is going down the toilet. People are canceling their yearly subscriptions to Disneyland. People are not watching the movies coming out. People are reacting. Uh, the award shows are a great uh, uh, reason. Thankfully, there were still just enough people watching the Oscars to even care or notice that Will Smith slapped uh, Chris Rock. Because every award show, every year, their their numbers are in the basement. Go woke, go broke. That's Elon Musk. He's absolutely right. But why, why don't the people, and I'll take a break, why don't the people who really are supposed to be the ones who follow this stuff day by day, why do they not seeing what a horrible trend it is? Why are they not seeing that every time we focus programming on wokefulness, it tanks? Why? That's the mystery to me. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA with your old weird Uncle Sean on a Friday, 955. So whatever's on your brain. Let's go to uh, Greg on line one. Greg, how you doing? Hey, Uncle Sean. How you doing? Hey. Hey. I was listening yesterday, and I was amazed that you lost, like, 100 pounds. Um, and I thought back to when I was uh, dealing with 100-pound bags of lime. I was mixing to make cement. I'm like, damn, right. that stuff broke my back. Anyway, to be on a lighter <laughs> note, you were talking about Johnny Duke and his who knows what kind of wife that is. And I was just thinking, you are laughing so hard when you were – making her evil sounds that she's holding back on. I just started just cracking up, man. That was great. Oh, you mean Sacky. Sacky? The Oh, Johnny Depp. Oh, oh, and Amber Heard. Oh, right, right, right. She does that look like she has a demon voice, doesn't she? Oh my god. Like like it just comes out when they're alone at the chateau, you know. And it looks like there's no soul in that body, you know. <laughs> She is one evil-looking chick, man. Be, there has to be some kind of way to determine if somebody has a soul or not, or to see if it's twisted. That would be great. Because I mean, it's pretty easy. Say, it's pretty easy, actually. You can start reciting religious rites, specifically from uh, the Catholic Church. <laughs> uh, if you were trying to there douse her a little with, with a little holy water, and she shows a reaction. Oh, wow. uh, if she starts speaking in languages yeah, that she know. would not possibly know. We can assume if you want to keep the weight off, get in a get in a horse stance out on your back, you know, all right, and all right. push that pelvic out, and hopefully you can get a Kahuna tan, all right. <laughs> all right, man. I heard you the talking call, about man. that too. Uh, everybody did testicle tanning. Anyway, uh, let's go to who do you think, Chris? Who's nice? Who's fun? Uh, Sam, how you doing? Good morning, Brother Sean. Hey, first of all, I wanted to talk about Earth Day, but first of all, I just wanted to say, Senora Raima, Dios le bendiga. Last month, when you were talking talking about this hour, that you had to change your colostomy bag. 
and for an adult to change another adult's colostomy bag takes lots of love and you know what you're I'm talking right about. it does I, we don't have that anymore but we uh it does take a lot of love for somebody to move that to clean that up for you yes absolutely and that's, that's, a, that's a lot of love and but birthday <laughs> oh you notice how they, they talk about all these uh what do you call them uh plastic bottles at the at the beach and you know on the ocean right. and on the ocean floor well guess who put them there the kids. The kids. kids. When we were, when we went to the beach, we didn't have plastic water bottles. Right. We drank we drank out of the solo cup. So right. I gotta take a break. I gotta take a break, but I mean you know, plastic's great, man. You can melt it down and make other stuff with it. I don't know why we hate it so much. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. Sean Rima, nine till eleven. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. <laughs> Six minutes after ten with your old weird Uncle Sean. And you hear the hoo la la la. You know what that you know what the hell's coming there. Uh, we are joined from my good buddy uh with my good buddy uh, uh Kinky Freeman from Echo Hill. How are you, man? Uh I'd say how am I? Pretty good. Uh, I just realized that I can you hear me like this, right? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I don't need to put the receiver to my ear because I have it on a on speakerphone. Right. In other words, I've discovered speakerphone, Sean, <laughs> which I haven't all this time known that, that I needed to. But it helps, apparently. It's this relatively new I thing. Don't know. It's, uh, we're all yeah. getting used to it. How, sure how are you doing? Good. Uh, better question. Uh, you're you're coming out of the hospital, or you're out of the hospital. I'm out of the hospital finally, and I, I bandages are all off, and uh, I'm just I look a little like Frankenstein, but I'm letting everything just heal up, yeah. uh, and that's it. You know, everything else appears normal. I I go to see my uh, surgeon or, or my cardiologist on Monday uh-huh. to make sure the heart's working fine, but okay. uh, you know I'm pretty much back to normal. I, I'm a lot skinnier than I was last time you saw me, but. Well, it's an expensive way to get skinny, but it's uh, <laughs> but you are uh, skinnier, huh? Yeah, I'm much skinnier. So uh, I'm going to shock you next time I see you. I'll shock I, you. I, you don't look like Gandhi or anything. Right? No. no, I don't look like. I look, well, I don't look like Mar- Marlon Brando in Apocalypse Now. Okay, I've shed a few. A few you don't act pounds. like that either. <laughs> I yeah. don't either. I don't act like that either. Um, but you've got the you're, this is a great time of year for you because you've got the lone, the Gold Star Camp uh, starting to kick up. Yeah, that'll that. all start June. I think the date that's been handed down from the mountain uh, is June 14th. I right. think that's the start date, and we're doing two sessions this year. Each one has uh, ten kids. Right. Uh, is that right? That sounds light. It sounds like a no, no. I thought you had like a hundred kids altogether. Yeah. Well, they, well, you got a lot of kids coming. You've already got a lot of kids yeah, signed up. Got a lot of kids coming. Last last summer, we had zero signed up by this time. You know, so right. And well, people were. That means that they're they're bringing their their friends and they're coming back from last year. And right. It's all. A, and of course, the, the difference that uh, differentiates us from a lot of the establishments like this is uh the kids and the family pay nothing right and the travel is uh picked up by us too so um that's um that's a good deal and it's a labor of love for you i mean it's not just that it's you have two camps you have one for the gold star family kids right you have another one for the uh for the kids of first responders and you don't make any money off of this. This is uh, totally out of the kindness of your heart. You get the travel going for them. Kids get right. here. They have the time of their lives. I mean, anybody who's never been up to Echo Hill knows just what a fun and extraordinary place it is. And, uh, you know, so what are some of the activities that uh, that you guys uh, have lined up this year for the kids? I know a lot of it well, we were the just same last year. That. Yeah, well, um, a lot of the basics, horseback riding, swimming, Right. Uh, some of the unbasics like water polo, we'll have we'll have that. Water polo, which I think is always think is funny to have a camp in Texas that has water polo. But we've got it. 
And uh, hill climbing, where you can get a, mem- a membership in the uh, Echo Hill. Uh, uh, what what is it, Sean? You don't know the name of the Echo Hill oh, Mountain of the, of the, Climbers. That, that's it, Mountain Climbers Association. Right. Right. And you get a laminated card. That means you've been to the top of Echo Hill, uh, which I have. Right. But this year, I don't think I'm going to attempt it. But uh, well, I maybe I will. Did previously. Well, well, yeah. There's still time. You could. I don't know if I'd push it. But right. Uh, you get this laminated card, and you become a member of a very cool club. Uh, right. Then there's the Corral Club, which handles all horseback riding events and stuff, and that's. Uh, that's going to be great. So the activities are all uh, set in place, and they're pretty popular, like uh, named after uh, Ken, Kenny Samet, uh, a, a horseshoe-throwing uh, deal. Who He loved horseshoes, so he has probably the most uh, uh, expensive and expansive horseshoe set up in the country. Right. And uh, we'll have a big horseshoe tournament. I don't know if it's expensive or not, I should say that, because we're not really... I certainly have learned from this that uh, a lot of these camps and places have very elaborate setups, but uh, I think we're the ones that uh, that are handling really uh, doing something uh, a little out of the ordinary by right. by taking kids who have who have lost their parents or one parent. Uh, in the military service of this country and uh taking them in and it just uh it impacts the counselors i know tremendously mm. working with with kids who have had a, a tougher life than than they have right so if you've had a rough time in the hospital and all that sort of thing which you have um all you got to do is spend a little time with some of these kids, and 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 they don't complain. They don't. They, they've learned already after two weeks. I mean, wow. not from us. They they knew how to handle a poor hand well. Wow, I'm looking forward to meeting a lot of kids this year. I, I, I last year again I, because of health stuff, I couldn't really do that. But this year, I want to be up there and and help out and, uh, and meet the kids because they are these are these are tough kids, man. These well, time is kids. the money of love. Uh, yeah, I always say, and also the uh, all this stuff is kind of a, is out in the uh, Texas Highways magazine. Uh, right. There's, there's a lot of kinky yapping, but there's also some good uh, uh, stuff about. Well, you, you know, you get to be my age, you start thinking about this. What What do you want to be uh, be known for? What do you want to do? Who do you want to help in this world? And right. is it important whether you drive or whether you own 20 Bentleys or not? Does that mean anything? Right. Or could you do better? I think you're doing so. fine. <laughs> I think you're on the right yeah, road, and, absolutely. And furthermore, we're really enjoying it. I mean, it's, it's, right. this, is, uh, this is fun. It's not, uh, you know, this is certainly not a clinic or a, uh, and, and no shrinks allowed. Excellent. One shrinks in, in here. Oh, we, we just want the kids to come up and have a great time, and they will. Um, they will. And if people want to get involved, either volunteer their time or or get get enrolled, they can just go to what is it? Is it kinkyfreeman dot com? Well, it's echohill dot org. Echohill dot org, and uh, that'll get you all. That's the way that takes you directly. Okay. Yeah, and and also uh, it's whatever the other address is. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. If if, if if you want to sponsor a bunkhouse, that would be great. That's what we need. Somebody that's got about eighteen grand right. and wants to sponsor a bunkhouse for the for the whole summer. And a bunkhouse is ten boys or ten girls. Right. Right. So if somebody could do that, that would do it. And we already have. I don't want to mention some of the the groups that have sponsored us have stepped up there, but uh, there's some big ones. So that's all that's left is to get uh, uh, two sponsorships. And then we will, we're already a couple months ahead of time. And we have some great counselors coming up here. Right. That's a big part of it. And, uh, of course, I mean, I can't imagine what it would be like, Sean, to, to have just lost your dad some of the week, 
before recent, very recently, and you, you know, you're spending the night in this this bunkhouse out in the country, and it's beautiful, scenic, and all and so forth. But it's uh, tough. Uh, it's, it's the first time you've ever been away from home, really, at a sleepaway right, right. camp. Right. So I can't imagine uh, the blessing it is for these kids. Well, and what that no, must mean to them. I think you'd do pretty po- <laughs> do pretty well. I think. I, 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 I want to be a part of it this year. I, I, my health's good. I want to be a part of it this year, so I'll definitely be up there. Um, uh, we're going to co- cut out the segment now, but uh, anything else you want to tell folks as far as to get them to log on to echohill.org and and, uh, and get involved? Well, it's a uh, surely an experience I'll never forget, and uh, people will come from everywhere. And the other... The other summer camps, of course, have a have a totally different kind of approach. The, the approach that we're taking has to be different, and uh, and we want it to be, and we don't want a lot of people trying to, you know, get well. Whatever the hell we want, they they manage to have a great time. That right, that's for sure. I've seen that, and uh, like for dog therapy. Canine therapy is something that's probably illegal. I don't know, but but <laughs> the kids pick out a dog for their their bunkhouse. Oh wow! Hula 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 <laughs> All right, and uh, we will have a dog therapy where the canines come in and stay with the kids. That's they pick great. Out the dog one, and they they get it. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on to that kolache, brother. Okay. Um, Wow. i got to tell people that stop saying wow and oh, wow. <laughs> Unless it's really something that merits right. saying, oh, wow. Let's stop saying that. We need to get rid of wow. I can, I We've got to get rid of wow. I'm trying to get rid of awesome, but that's embedded too deeply. Right. But uh, wow. Wow's oh, got to wow. go, man. We could get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> Kinky, but, i got to uh, go, but, man, uh, I'll uh, uh, echohill.org, and I'll keep pushing that, and uh, – like I said, I want to be up there helping you guys out as much as possible. Let's let's get it, Sean. Let's get somebody to sponsor a bunkhouse. That would really be there because we're that's the only thing we're short. Two bunkhouses. Yeah, get them done. We're ready. Give to me a couple of days. Out. I'll make it happen. I'll make it happen, Katie. I'll make it happen. All right, brother. Okay. <laughs> I could do it. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> I'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay. We like it here. Yes. Yes, All we right. do. All right, kick yeah, I'll Glad be. I'll talk you to out, you. Sean. I, I can't wait to see it. I'll be out. I'll, I'll give you a call tomorrow. That's a deal. Okay, brother. <laughs> All right, brother. Bye bye. Yep. Kinky Freeman, EchoHill.org, EchoHill.org. They're looking for uh, to get one of the bunkhouses, a couple of bunkhouses sponsored, uh, and uh, that's pretty much where they are right now. There's a lot of people helping them out already, and this is a camp unlike any other. These are for the kids of Gold Star families, kids who have lost a parent uh, in in their military service. We also do a camp for first responders, uh, kids who have lost a parent who is a police officer or a first responder of some regard, a firefighter. Uh, and, and Kinky really takes, and we talked about this last night off air, just he and I talking about, he appreciates the, the Paul Newman approach to charity and that they don't make any money off of this. This is not a money-getting venture. Uh, Kinky and his sister, they don't get any money about this. They do it purely out of the love. They love they have for, for kids and, and for the camp, which has brought so much love uh, and, and mo- wonderful memories to so many kids over the years. And now the camp's back open, and they're, uh, uh, they're focusing on gold-starred kids and, uh, and, and uh, first-responder kids. And I, t- I can tell you, having spent many, many a night up at Echo Hill over the course of the past 12 years, it will be one of the funniest and most enjoyable times of your life for your kids. So no kids pay. They'll even pay for the transportation. So go to the website, uh, uh, echohill.org, and all the information is there for you. God love you, Kinky. We'll take a break. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. This is Scott Robbins. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online 
at KTSA.com. And we're back. New Stock 550 KTSA. Our big old thanks to Mr. Kiki Friedman for joining us all the time on the air. We're going to make that a regular basis, a regular thing here as we gear up the camps up at Echo Hill. EchoHill.org, man. Do some good in the world. I'm going to be hanging out there uh, myself this year. Now my health is a little better. Uh, here's Richard. Richard, how you doing? Oh, that's right. No, Richard. Um, what do we got? Sam? Ron. We got Ron. Okay, Ron, how you doing? Okay, Sean. Good to hear from you. Um, good to hear from I, you. Thank you, sir. And uh, Kinky Friedman, that's a tough act to follow, sir. Thank you. <laughs> always is. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I'm just always thrilled to hear from you. Back from the abyss. And um, yep. I've been there, done that, too. And I just, I, I know you got a new lease on life, but I just wanted to give you some uh, thank some facts, you. Some interesting facts. Thank you, yes, sir. Uh, birthday. <laughs> I, I understand you're one of us fellow non-recyclers. Yeah, I'm and, a, I don't. I don't recycle, man. I don't want my garbage telling me what to do, man. Yeah, or giving out free plastic to uh, plastic uh, manufacturers. Right. I'm with you. Way to go. Way to go. And uh, here's a dirty little secret. Um, Earth Day, other than, well, I'll get to that, and I won't keep you too long. Um, I'm sure you're with me. I always parallel you, and I'm sure you're paralleling me and us out here. Uh, I bet you don't hug no trees because you don't hug nothing that they ain't going to hug you back. Isn't that right, Sean? <laughs> you know Yeah, it. I'm not what you call you know a tree it. hugger, no. And I, but no. The thing is, I love nature to a certain extent. I don't spend a lot yes. of time outdoors, but I love, I believe in being a decent steward. To the there world. you go. Don't don't garbage it up. Don't throw your crap out your car window. No. Beautiful. I no hate litters. that stuff. But that's yeah. that's different than than what these yahoos are all about. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there we go again. Take a tree, plant a tree. Right. I know you agree right. with that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I got no, no problem no. with that. And, and and as far as the atmosphere is concerned, I love this morning you used the word edify. I love that. That's in the Bible, and that's what we need to do. It's kind of hard to edify the left. We can't hate them. We can hate what they stand for, because that that. But I'd love hearing that word from you. But well, one last you, item here. Sure. Here's the dirty. Here's the dirty secret. All the volcanoes in the world produce ten times. You can have um, maybe Don can do the research to verify it. All the volcanoes in the world added up together produce at least at least ten times more than all the smokestacks producing all that sulfur dioxide. <laughs> and this right. is the Earth's volcanoes producing the sulfur dioxide. And you'll never hear about that one. Just about our little smokestacks. And yeah, we have emission controls here. But I, I just wanted to share that with you and and, and parallel um, my life and uh, my exuberance for it because I was on the I was on the abyss too. And, Sean, I want to tell you once again, God bless you and your wife, your family, your daughters, and and gl- just glad to have you back with us all. And, uh, Me too, man. Glad to be back with you all. I appreciate the call, brother. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, I got pretty close there a couple times. I was talking to my doctor, uh, uh, my family practitioner yesterday. I hadn't seen her, actually, in a long time. I hadn't seen her since before. Uh, uh, everything, uh, all the other stuff kicked in, and I suddenly grew three or four more doctors. But, you know, so she was kind of looking at what everything had happened, and it's like, yeah, you, you, you came pretty close a couple of times, and that will give you perspective. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about that uh, when we get back. 210-599-5555. Uh, 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Yeah, man. Talk line 50 KTSA, FM 1071. I watched that funky old Batman movie uh, the other night, and uh, it's it's on HBO streaming, I guess now, and that's going to re- regular HBO in a few weeks. But if you have three hours to kill, and you haven't seen the Batman, I you know what? I'll, I'll say it. It's the best Batman movie they've made so far. With the exception of, I mean, because, like, the Heath Ledger Batman movie, The Dark Knight, that movie wasn't a good movie because of Batman, all right? If I'm going to go Batman nerd on you here, that movie was a great movie because of Heath Ledger, right? Yeah, I'm with The you. movie itself was, itself was like, uh, it's a Batman movie. Christian Bale walking around 
using his Batman voice. But Heath Ledger delivered a performance that made that movie. You take Heath Ledger out of that movie, and that movie sucked. I can prove it to you because the third movie without Heath, Heath Ledger sucked. <laughs> but you, but you liked, you liked huh? this most recent one, though. I did, and I didn't think I was going to, but I did, and it's right. it's very dark. Um, the music is haunting. They they essentially mimic the basic theme of something in, uh, uh, something in the way, the Nirvana song. Right. Something in the way. And that musical tone is kind of throughout the whole movie. It never really ends. Mm-hmm. So it creates for a very haunting soundtrack. And it really was more of a detective novel because Batman in the old comics originally was a detective. He was a guy who tried to solve crimes. Right. Uh, he could because he could do things that the cops couldn't. He wasn't like a superhero or anything. He was just a really a guy who knew how to fight, knew how to do this crap. And so it kind of followed that vein, and it was very well done. It, it it's crazy though because they have. Um, Oh, now I go black on his name. The Irish actor, Colin Farrell, plays the Penguin. The Penguin in this version is just kind of a ugly-looking, fat gangster. Where, but you realize they they put so much makeup on. It's Colin Farrell playing this guy. Right. But he's brilliant, man. It's it's a brilliant portrayal, and uh, the you know the storyline is 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 a mystery that you're. The whole movie is solving this mystery. Uh, uh, John Turturro's in it. He's brilliant. Uh, and I, I was very, very surprised. It was a really, very enjoyable movie. Who was the actor that, that was the Riddler in that? I can't remember his name. Uh, Evan Daddo. Uh, Evan Daddo. He was great as well. I, he was. Too, he's. He's a really weird actor to begin yeah. with. He's done. A, you know, he's one of those actors that he pops up in these movies, and, and you're yeah. like, "Oh, there's that guy again." And, and, and yeah. none of them are movies that were huge box office successes. You know, he just no. He uh, and, and he's he, he's very, he's got a very peculiar style of acting that's a little right. over the top. But that's what like worked. Would, but that's what worked in this role. Oh, it uh, worked it, when he had to have his yeah. break. When he finally went nuts, he went for it. You know, it, yeah, it yeah, was he amazing. did. Uh, you think of other movies he's been in. He was in uh, uh, There Will Be Blood. Uh, I'm trying to think. Of, there was he, other, he was in a, the, the in. Brian Wilson movie, Love and Mercy. He was in that. That's one. right. I, I didn't know. see that one, but I heard he played the young Brian that. Wilson in that movie. He did a great. I job. could see that. He kind of looks like him. He, has that cherubic face, you know. And, I, I saw him the other night in Cowboys and Aliens, which I had forgotten about <laughs> from a few years ago. Yeah. But he's a very intense actor, and he and he and he, he has a very strange way of acting yeah. that's peculiar only to him, and it was perfect for the Riddler. I, I, I liked it for all the reasons you said. Um, yeah, same thing. I mean, it, it was a you know it was a long movie, of, of definitely. Um, yeah, but, uh, I went to see it with 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 my wife, who had a hard time sitting still. <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> you know how she is. It's always right. you know. and so um you know that part kind of distracted her a little bit. Um I loved it. I thought it was wonderful. Um and uh, my kids went to see it before I did. In fact, they were the ones that told me that you know I should go see this film. Right. Um and I thought it was great. He did a, a, Robert Pattinson did a wonderful job as Batman. Well, he did, and he's another one who's coming out to be an extremely good actor. He's done a bunch mm-hmm. of things that are yeah. not big budget stuff that kind of blow you away. He was in a uh, the uh, Lighthouse a few years ago, which is a Robert Eggers movie with Willem Dafoe. Uh, it's just Willem Dafoe and this guy yeah. going nuts in a lighthouse, them, you know. Right? But he's uh you know he's come a long way from his sparkly vampire days. Yeah, and uh, he's he's very good. And and this this I what I liked about this movie is I like I like it when movies are able to capture as close as possible the spirit of the original character in the comic books. Because uh, I'm a comic book nerd. So for me, uh, uh, the guy uh, who plays Spider-Man now, uh, he's in all the other movies. Um, oh, I oh Holland. Like his Tom, Tom Holland. Not, not Tom, Tom Holland, but the other guy. Uh, oh, I can't believe it. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield, right. He is a really good actor. He's getting all, he's always up for an Oscar. He's getting all kinds of great parts now. And he was the best Spider-Man because he played Spider-Man 
closest to the Spider-Man comic, to the to the character created in the comic books. Uh, and and so for for this for the Batman, I kind of had the same takeaway because originally they were called Detective Comics, and the Batman was just this weird guy that solved murders, and he really played that to the hill. Did you notice also he didn't have a perfect looking uh, suit, you know, like yeah. his, his cowl was just kind of tre- cheap leather. Right. It looked like, and a lot of the utilities he would use were, were faulty at times. <laughs> they would they wouldn't work, yeah, you know. No, right. The Batmobile so, was kind of. What, does it need to call AAA? I mean, what's going on here? But the, yeah, uh, it didn't have big bat wings on it, you know. Right. I mean, he, he really. Uh, uh, yeah, I thought it was very well done. So there was a like, scene like in the movie um, that was my favorite, where he was he was being chased through police headquarters, and he got to the very top of police headquarters and he's kind of standing there and he's looking down at what what he has to do and he just kind of <gasps> takes this deep breath you know there was nothing heroic about it you know in the old right. batman movies he would just jump off or what have you but he just stopped right. for a minute and and just you know it w- winced and what he yeah oh wait a minute what do i do you know you're right i, I, I yeah, thought like that was fear. great perfect yeah. right there it humanized him yeah like, exactly you can't just do everything you know right uh, but he knew he had to go. He knew he had to jump, and thankfully he had a, a thing to help him do that. But that yeah. first initial, oh, oh crap! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was just, you know, it, it was his eyes and just the way he he went, you know, took that big deep breath, and it was like, oh man, yeah, we've all been there when you're you yeah. know, up on something really tall and you're out there in the open and it takes your breath away. Yeah. I I really liked it. I I was surprised that I was going to like it because you remember the Joker came out. I hated that movie. You still do. Well, it was so depressing. (laughs) That was such a depressing movie. I cannot. I I, I hate watching movies that are pointlessly depressing. And the Joker was just two hours of pointless depression. I just. I there was. Yes, he did a great performance and blah blah blah, but. that movie I found just draining, and I couldn't wait to get out of the theater. Whereas the Batman kind of like I would like to see another movie of that mm. character and that bunch of folks. I think the the, the atmosphere they created uh, with with Gotham was, or if they never make another one, it was just it was it was a really good movie, you know, self self contained. Uh, so we'll see. All right, there's uh, across the aisle with Don and John. <laughs> <laughs> We get a new segment across the aisle with Don and John, <laughs> though we rarely see movies in movie theaters. Yeah, it's either that or movies for old dudes. We haven't decided. movies for old dudes yeah. with Don and Sean. Yeah. That's not a bad idea, actually. Right. That's not a bad idea. We somebody sell that damn thing. Yeah, so you could, we have All different right. takes, you know, because I like we jo- do. I like Joker. You hate it, but see, we both agree that the Batman is a good film. Well, but there's a lot of times where we don't we do disagree on movies. Yeah. Uh, there are new movies. Right. We should, hey Morgan, get on that. Morgan and Sales there. Okay, Don and I want to do a movie review segment. There you go. You can sell the crap out of that. We'll both make a little money. Go ahead. And if you could throw in Across some the, throw in some huh? free snacks, I'm in. That's right. Across <laughs> the aisle with Don and Sean. There you go. All right, man. Two one zero five why not? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I got to take a break here. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. Newstalk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. Yeah, man, pretty good, pretty neat, pretty good. Newstalk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. I'm Sean. Final few moments of the show. So whatever's on your brain. Please feel free to give us a ring and, uh, and, uh, and let us know what you're thinking. Otherwise, it's going to be a pretty lazy, going to be a lazy, laid-back Friday for old Sean. You know why, Chris? Because my old lady, she usually works at home, you know. But, like, every couple of days uh, during the week, she has to go into the bank and work in the bank. Today is working in the bank day, so I got oh, the house. Oh, free day for you. I got the house all to my damn self. I can do whatever the hell I want to do. Cats better watch out. You know what's funny? That when she's here or when she's not here, I don't end up doing anything different. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it just kind of feels like it's interesting. Like still I, got your uh, peanut butter toast. I still go. I'm gonna have me some peanut butter toast. No, you know what my my uh, my, my standard uh, lunch is now? Chicken nuggets. I, I love. I heat up some chicken nuggets in the oven. 
I got me some of that that fancy uh, Asian uh, uh, Chick Fil A sauce at the oh, HEB. The Polynesian. I got the Polynesian sauce, man. And I dip my chicken nuggets in the Polynesian sauce, and I'm a happy man. I don't know. And then so, I watch Guy Fieri all day. But you're dipping non-Chick Fil A nuggets in the Chick Fil A sauce. Well, technically, yes, yes, I am cross-pollinating H-E-B brand chicken nuggets with Chick-fil-A sauce. You call it pollinating? I think we're all one happy family here when it comes to dipping and nuggets. And, uh, oh, yeah, we want to mention uh, for, for our executive producer, Elaine, this Friday, today, tomorrow, and Sunday, is the new Braunfels car swap meet. And she's going to be hanging out on row H and I because she does, she makes hand-painted mini birdhouses. Picture frames and costume jewelry and all kinds of cool stuff. And that's to benefit the Moonshine College Fund. So go on out and see Elaine Rodriguez, the executive producer of this program. Buy many, many birdhouses. Buy, buy many, cool people buy her birdhouses. So buy many of them. Again, at the uh, the New Braunfels Car Swap Meet today, tomorrow, and Sunday. And Elaine will be there at Row H and Row I selling some stuff. And uh, make sure when you see her to tell her that, boy, that's Sean Ryman. I just love his show so much. I hope he gets to stay on KSA, KS, KTSA forever and ever and ever. And I'll buy one of your birdhouses and, and make, make Elaine happy. So you be sure be sure to throw in that you're buying a house quickly after saying that, because then you might get thrown something thrown at you like a vodka bottle. Yeah, that can take a finger off. So no, say you 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 love the Sean show. But yeah, I was no, but the warning is you know, be careful complimenting Sean in front of Elaine without buying a birdhouse because she might hit you. Oh oh oh, I got you. Okay, yeah, yeah, don't worry about me. Just buy the birdhouse. There you go. So it's <laughs> at the New Braunfels car swap meet. Uh, going on through now, uh, through Sunday, see Elaine Rodriguez again. She's going to be in row H and I, and you tell her that we said hi. Get it, uh, H-I. I was rhyming there, wouldn't I? I was rhyming. So, yeah, my uh, my typical Friday, because I'm trying not to eat a lot of crazy stuff, and I know some of you are, are going to roll your eyes when I tell you what my daily lunch is, but I make me about a, just a, I bake them in the, in, the, in the oven. I make me some chicken nuggets. And I dip them in that uh, in that Polynesian Chick Fil A sauce, and then I have a lemon cookie from H E B, and that's about it. And then I, we, whenever we, whatever the family unit wants for dinner, I'll eat that. But uh, but I have small portions, right? Small portions of stuff, and in the morning I have me some peanut butter toast. But does your plate for the chicken nuggets have a built-in dipping bowl? No. Why would it? Does your cup have a built-in straw? You said I'm not fancy enough? No, I just take a little bowl and I put some sauce in it. Just a little bowl that has nothing to do with dipping. I just make it into a little, little dipping bowl. Where's your high chair? I don't sit in a high Well, yeah, I do sit at the kitchen island, so I do sit in a high chair. I'm trying to stay skinny, Chris. I wish to stay skinny. In case I ever come back to the studio, I want to freak people out by how pretty and skinny I am. So that you know, I got, I got, I got priorities now. I got things down the head. I got things down the way I'm looking at here. I want to be pretty and skinny if I ever have to come back to the station. How does that make you feel? So I eat chicken nuggets, a little bit of chicken nuggets, a little bit of uh, peanut butter toast in the morning. I drink a lot of water. I drink a lot of sweet tea. And beyond that, I'm a fairly healthy guy. You know what I did last night that was so much fun? I'm going to share this with the audience. For the first time in five months. Showered. No, I've been, I've been shower. I've been doing the shower trip every other day. But I did something I haven't. I took a nice, hot, greasy bath. I got my naked Frankenstein-looking ass into a bathtub. Because I ain't got no bandages or stooch, stooches no more. No stooches, no staples. And I took me a nice, long, hot, oily-ass bath with some Calgon in it. And let me tell you, it was pure bliss, man. What are it had been too stoochers. long. 
I got stooches, man, and staples and stooches. All my staples and stooches is gone because I'm, I'm all healed up, basically. So, but I went on Monday, my doctor removed my staples and my stooches. So <laughs> it's just me now. <laughs> Did that make you laugh? Um, anyway, if you want to email me and tell me I'm a weirdo, it's Sean at KTSA.com, Sean at KTSA.com. I have books you can buy for available for purchase. You go on Amazon and look me up specifically in the books section. If you just type in Sean Rima, it sends my stuff all over the place. But if you want to find out my latest books are available for, available for you, go to the books section of Amazon and look me up there. All my books pop up that are current editions. And I'll get to Scotland before ya. I want to thank Chris Glasgow, my executive executive producer Elaine Rodriguez, and of course uh, my good buddy my good buddy uh, Don Morgan and uh, my good brother uh, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk, and we will see you back here on Tuesday. I'll be off on Monday, but I'll see you on Tuesday. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye.